and welcome to the Deuce Podcast. I am Brad. And I'm Jeremy. And we are doing episode 127 in Holy honor cow. of what? Holy cow. 127. In honor of Bad Boys for Life uh, hitting the movie theaters this weekend, we thought we'd revisit Bad Boys 2. Yes. Bad boys, bad boys, what, what are you going, going to do? do? What's what it going to do when, when they we come, come for you? All right. <laughs> yeah, now that we've got that out of the way. Uh, the 2003 sequel to the original Bad Boys starring Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. Yeah, and like eight years after the first, I think. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, the, the plot takes eight years after. Yeah, yeah. Is the movie eight years after, too? Yeah, it came out in 95. 95, something like that. Yeah. It was 90s, so... <clears throat> Uh yeah, so um, Martin Lawrence. Uh, this time around, we have uh, Gabriel Union jumping in there too. Yep, she joins in. She joins in to the madness and fun of the Michael Bay, right? Yep, the Michael Bay classic, Bad Boys Two. Um, there's so much to say about this movie, and so much not to say about this <laughs> it's movie. True. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, it's very fun, but also long, also not fun, but yes. also fun. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there's, it's just like, it's like most Michael Bay flicks. Like, there's nuggets of, nuggets of goodness. Yes. You would say, right? Yeah. But do we have a plot synopsis for this movie? Uh, I do. Uh, Narcotic cops Mike Lowry and Marcus Burnett head up a task force investigating the flow of ecstasy into Miami. Their search leads to a dangerous kingpin, Johnny Tapia. Whose plane or plan, excuse me, to control the city's drug traffic has touched off an underground war. Meanwhile, things get sexy between Mike and Sid, Whoa. Marcus's sister, which is a ridiculous way to tack that on there. Yeah, because it's not just things aren't just getting sexy between Mike and Sid. Sid is a DEA agent. Yeah, who gets caught in the crossfire while being brave as an undercover officer. Right. Uh, yeah. Seems shitty that the last. No point. That was like, at no point also, in the movie are they having sex. Also, you know sexy I mean? time. With we never see them have sex. We just know that they they kiss everyone. You know what? Like this is this is not up to snuff. Yeah. This is not up to the snuff of uh, reviews that I would uh, synopses that I would expect to get from anonymous. Uh, anonymous, yeah, sure. Yeah. So didn't they write anonymous? Anyway, go ahead. Yes, they did. Okay, and Roman is that the end of it? That's it. That's the end. They just start like, and the sexy Sid. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Anonymous. I will find you. I will track you down. And I will yeah, not I can, do anything. I can read I can. a longer one. Uh, you can read a longer one if you want, but, you know. It, it really covers. If you want to. Yeah. Because there's a lot, there's a lot going on in this movie. Well, maybe maybe this longer one will help the situation. Okay, let's, let's okay. yeah, go ahead. Mike Mike Lowry and Marcus Burnett, who are part of the Miami PD's tactical narcotics team, TNT, TNT Dynamite, Michael Bay Bablosians, still don't get don't always get along, and now they're keeping secrets from each other. Mike's secret is that he's been seeing Marcus's sister, Sydney Sid Burnett. Who is reported? Uh, who is a reported paper pusher for the DEA's New York office? Marcus's secret is that he asked for a transfer because he wants to spend more time with his family and less time with Mike. That's all set aside when their boss, Captain Howard, played by Joe, Joe Pantoliano, mm-hmm. assigns them to stop the flow of record amounts of ecstasy into the city. 
This puts Mike and Marcus on the trail of the most dangerous enemy that they've ever faced. Cuban drug kingpin Hector Juan Carlos Johnny Tapia, who's wanted to take control of, uh, of the entire ecstasy trade in the USA and is working with local dealers and club owners such as Russian mafia boss Alexei. Every time the Miami PD has ever arrested Tapia, he has sued the Miami PD for false arrest and won millions of dollars. This has caused the department to back off and not go after Tapia. Well, everyone has backed off except for Mike and Marcus, who have never faced Tapia before. Now it seems that Tapia is using a mortuary as a cover for his operations, smuggling ecstasy hidden inside of dead bodies, while sending his money to Cuba in hidden compartments in the coffins. While Mike and Marcus try to bring Tapia down, they also deal with the discovery that Sid is actually working undercover for the DEA to bring down a money laundering operation run by Alexei. As part of her undercover job, Sid is in deep with investi- uh, when investigations cross paths. Sid's cover is later blown, and she is kidnapped by Tapia, who takes her to his compound in Cuba. With the unofficial help of people from the CIA, the Miami PD, and anti-Castro forces in Cuba, Mike and Marcus head out to rescue Sid and bring Tapia down. How far will Tapia go to keep his drug empire? And how far will Marcus and Mike go to rescue Sid? And remember, folks, the sequel is king. <laughs> Did that cover Good night. everything? Did that take care of it? I think that was the whole plot. Yeah, it was. That was the whole thing. I yeah. don't know who wrote that. Um, Synonymous? No, Todd Baldridge. Todd Baldridge. Todd Baldridge, which sounds like an like an alias. That sounds like a porn star. Yeah. Todd Bal- Baldridge. Starring Todd Baldridge. Hello, I'm Todd Baldridge. Well, that was the whole plot. I mean, you did give us the whole plot. So I think, yeah. uh, you know, um, I think we can start with... Uh, with well, the be- before we get too far into this, I'd like to take a second and talk about the No Phony Podcast Network. If you want to. I do. Okay. I really do. So the No Phony Podcast Network is a network of people. It's part of the network we're in. Or it is the network we're in. Um, the people who are taking part in this, it's just podcasts from a lot of different backgrounds, a lot of different subject matter. Uh, you should definitely go and check it out if you go to nophonynetwork.com. Uh, all sorts of different great podcasts out there. Um this month, our uh, podcast of the month is the Assorted Goods Podcast. So <coughs> your host will dive into news stories from the past and present and, dare I say, future. Mm. And just look. Oh, so they don't buy goods and then assort them. No. I don't know why. I don't know why. I was thinking that. Well, you know, uh, so check them out on the No Phony Podcast Network, wherever you uh, get your podcasts. Yes. That might be Stitcher. That might be Podbean. That might be Beanpod. That might be, I don't know, just whatever you want. Bing Bang. It might be Spotify. Might be Schmong. Might be Schmongling. I just made that up. Pod, Podsmack. Podsmack. Maybe. Blarg for Narg Narg. <laughs> might be, uh, I don't know. Anyway, sure. pod knife. Pod knife is, is one. Pod smack one of them. No, that should be pod smack. Yes, it should be. Get on it, whoever I'm, I'm does on it. I'm the names it. of podcast catchers. All right, so uh, we should we start? Let's start where it all belongs. Starts right, not yeah. belongs, but where it starts. Yeah, and that's Henry Rollins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does. It opens. Henry with- Rollins shows up in this movie. 
and not for a long time. But I'm kind of glad he does because I'm like Henry Rollins. Yeah, I love Henry Rollins. I do too. Henry Rollins auditioned for Michael Bay in um, Armageddon. Yeah, and did not get any. He screwed up the whole audition. Um, he was pissed at himself for that, and so he made sure he. I think he got this by accident. I think that's what I read. Yeah. So, um, but I don't. It was just one of those moments where it was kind of like, oh. Yeah, Henry Rollins acts. Yeah. I, it's kind of like Chris Isaac in like uh, uh, Science of the Lambs. Yes. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there, there you go. When Whenever I see... Um, <clears throat> whenever I see Henry Rollins in anything, though, like, I always think he does an amazing job. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, like he and he does actually does a lot of, like, voiceover work. Yeah, I can I see him doing voiceover work more. He does. He, does he was in. Um, he was in Batman Beyond. Yeah. With, uh, where it was like Batman in the future. Right. Uh, and he played a character called Mad Stan, who was basically like a, yeah. a demolition expert, uh, who was like planting bombs and stuff. Yeah. Perfect. I'm going to say that like he was in charge of the whole like division. Besides Joey Pants, he's Joey Pants is like a chief. Yeah, he was I mean, basically he's, he's basically he's, like the SWAT leader. He's the SWAT leader, less, yeah. right? Wasn't he? Um, we don't get a lot of them because it mostly follows, you know, uh, our two two big characters. Yeah, but um, they're they they're trying to there's a there's a lead that they got for like the like drug smuggling. Yeah, right. And so they're in some kind of swampy area or water area. Or well, something. like you see this whole know. like apparently they've gotten a tip that there's a drug. I mean, it's drop. Miami, so it's like it's got to be some you know Michael Bay. Well, there's there's a big uh, <laughs> a big cargo ship coming from like yeah. Amsterdam, and it's bringing over this ecstasy, and you see it drops these coffins off, which a speedboat picks up and then takes off. And the like, whole time I was watching this cold open, because <clears throat> that's kind of what it is, I was like, this looks a lot like CSI, kind of CSI it, Miami, CSI Miami, CSI yeah. anything, just like because Jerry Brockheimer also produced this, yeah, well. same fucking thing. But it just seemed like bullet times and stuff like that. Yeah. It just all looked like CSI. Yeah. If not CSI Miami. But yeah. Correct. Um But but the whole time I'm like, I'm waiting for our main guys. I'm yeah. waiting for Marcus. I'm waiting for Mike. And I'm waiting for, you know, them to pop up somewhere. Well, let me let me say too, like uh, and I've learned a, a a term which I think expresses things perfectly. Um so I don't know if you've ever uh, for and some some of our listeners probably have too, but there was a uh, South Park used to love to take jabs at Michael Bay years ago, and they had a one time they were showing a bunch of stuff happening and they were like Michael Bay bubblosions mm-hmm. or then I think South Park did or uh, Family know. Guy did it too and like they all just teased because he was just over the top of the explosions and graphics yeah but it's fun. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it can't be. Well, and they always talk about, like, South Park makes a joke about, like, I'm sorry, what was the plot of this movie? And he goes, right. but I, that was plot. And he's like, no, those were just those were just sound effects and explosions. And he goes, I, I don't know the difference. And it was like, uh, nice. But, you know, that's kind of what people have started to call this term or, like, the type of right. movie that Michael Bay has it's- is Bayhem. Oh, got got you. Bayhem, like mayhem. Yeah, it's like, like Michael Bay style. It's like style. a download or downloaded. It's like a downed two monster drinks. 
right? Yeah. And then started watching CSI Miami. Yeah. And then went, what? Whoa. Yeah. The, with uh, special guest stars, Martin Lawrence and, and Will Smith. What? Well, they, because that I mean? happened on, on CSI Miami. Like, they were just like, we're going to Columbia. And like, uh, yeah, like David Caruso how? and another guy go to Columbia with guns and like take out the drug dealers there. And it makes no sense. But, makes no sense, yeah. But like, they, the scene opens. Keep in mind, I've never seen any of these movies. Yeah. I, vouch for me. The only scenes I've ever seen are from Hot Fuzz. Yes. Those are the only scenes of Bad Boys. Yeah. I think they, they show Bad Boys too. Well, no, they show both of them. Yeah. In Hot Fuzz. Yeah. Because they watch them back to back. Yes. My sister loves these movies. Shabby, my sister Shabby loves uh, Bad Boys. I was like, what? You like Bad really? Boys? Oh, yeah. She loves these movies. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But there is something about them. And there is yeah. something. There was something about when I was watching these movies. Um. Uh, the beginning fight where it's a KKK rally. All of a sudden, yeah. two of the Klansmen pop out, and it's our main characters, Will Smith and uh, Martin Lawrence. Um, I loved it. I loved the it's, fact that they... But it was so cheesy, but so great. I, I simultaneously, time. like, hate and love yes, this scene. I hate... It's like the whole movie, <laughs> I hate and love at the same time. Yes. And I don't know why I hate and love it, but I feel like... That's okay. And it's okay to hate love and love hate at yeah. the same time a movie. And if anyone can pull that off, it's Michael Blake. Yeah. Well, and it's it's cheese. But like you gotta appreciate it for what it is. I'm sorry, like you gotta appreciate it for what it is. It's not Shakespeare, no, don't get me wrong, but like it, it is what it is, right? You yes. are just go along with the ride. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the the first scene should say it all. So they we see the drugs kind of get like broken down by place to place to place until it finally gets to the shipment. Mm. And as it's pulling in, <clears throat> they have people on the ground and in the water, like waiting to get them. And it's, it's like Navy SEALs. Like you see them like coming up out of the water, like, getting ready to invade and everything. And uh, it goes up and then a, a flaming cross lights up mm. and you just see clan members everywhere. And the guy delivering drugs goes, there's a clan meeting tonight? Way, He's the, like, oh, no, the, thank you. The the uh, flame of the cross lit right when it's in Michael Bay, by the way. Yeah. Which I thought that was great. Um, and then when they when they emerge and they're like, and they start singing Bad Boys. Yeah. Which I'm like, why do you have to? Do you have to do that every time that you bust someone? But then I realized, no, you have to do that at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Not go. necessarily at the beginning of, of every bust. Yeah. They, like the in the, the first movie, right they just sing like the chorus part of it, right? And then Martin Lawrence doesn't know the whole words, which, which is does. which I think was who does a fun time, yeah, right? He he goes, they you know it they pull off their robes mm. or the robes and hoods, and it's you know Marcus and Mike, and they're got guns pointed at people, mm. and uh, they start singing Bad Boys, and then they get to out of the chorus and back to the the hood or the uh, next lyric. And Martin Lawrence is like, and just like making right. up words. And I'm just like, these KKK guys, these, you know, guys are just probably like, what the fuck is going on? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, and there's a shootout. Yep. That is uh, John Woo-esque in a way. It all, Michael Bay takes so much from Woo. John Woo. Yeah. I mean, it's just like you see so much stuff where he was like, yes, I got this. Like the slow motion, the diving. Uh, you know things that are but flying it's pumped the up. shot, like it's pumped up to like eleven. 
you know. Mm-hmm. But why why not ten? Because one it's one more. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. Like this this movie's always at eleven. Yeah, and you're like why? Yeah, but okay, sure. Um, and it's like even when so he uh, Martin Lawrence gets captured by one of them, and um, Will Smith has to you know shoot the shoot the guy. Accidentally shoots Martin Lawrence in the butt. Yeah, and, but pretty much saves his life. Yes, um, which I thought was funny. And in the sets of it, yeah, in the dialogue of this, too, we learn because Martin Lawrence is not just firing at people. Yeah, he's trying to like talk to people or a lot of it. A lot of it kind of is improv. It has to be with those two. I'm sure. You know what I mean? I'm sure it is to some degree. Yeah, Yeah. to some degree. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like part of it, we learn through the dialogue that Martin Lawrence now is like trying to be more of a pacifist. He's not trying to be as angry. No, was he angry in the first movie? Yeah, well, he's trying to turn over a new leaf and not be, like, shooting people okay. and, and trying to give people this dignity and whatever. Sure. And so he's trying to talk to them. Um, and there's a conflict that runs throughout the length of the movie because Martin Lawrence is like, you know, uh, Marcus is like, hey, we could have questioned all of these guys. Yeah, but, but Mike blew them away. But Mike just... Goes gun. He's just trigger happy, mm-hmm. taking everybody out. And they're like, "We could have done this so much easier, but you wouldn't go that route." Well, it's also unrealistic in real life, right? It's just to have like just cops just barreling through like everyone, just you know, in general, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's the hyper violence of of the movie. Itself, yes. Right. I mean, it's just what it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. I but I do like the whole. I don't know that he shot him in the butt thing. Yeah, I like just that. Just grazed his butt. Just grazed his butt. I don't. I don't like how it comes back up later on, but we'll talk about that later on. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But where are we at? We're. Uh, are we to the point where Gabrielle Union comes? We're at the barbecue. Yeah. They they have a family barbecue. Barbecue. Yeah. And we learn that. Well, and and the Gabrielle <clears throat> Union comes up. Omaha girl, love you, Gabrielle Union. Um. Well, not that she listens to our podcast, but right. You know, she does. But she could. She could. We do a lot of Nebraska listeners. Because she could. Yeah, she might. She might. Who knows? Yeah. Contrary to popular belief, your belief, not John Beasley's granddaughter, okay? So stop I, thinking that she's John Beasley's granddaughter. I have never said or thought that. You have thought that. I have not. Okay, maybe it was me. <laughs> um, anyway, I love Gabrielle Union. Yeah. She's in this movie, and she's prettier than anything, like, uh, as always. And she never ages. I swear this woman never ages. No, she doesn't. She doesn't. No, she's amazing. But Gabrielle I love that Union we're giving fantastic. her action and we're giving her something um, fun to do. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, yeah, and I, I like her character too. So there's Will Smith's character. Mike has a reputation. He's kind of a dog. Like he, <clears throat> even in the opening when they're talking about uh, Martin Lawrence going to his therapist. Yeah. And like going through these things to overcome his anger. Then they talk about Will Smith and his therapist, and you realize he slept with her. Like, that's the, you know, they talk about the differences between them. And so, he has this reputation, come to find out, that when he went to New York to drop off a uh, a witness. witness for something? Yeah. Yeah, that he met up with her, and they've kind of fallen for each other, and they're Mm. like, they want to be together. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and it seems like he's, 
you know, he's chilled out. Hey, aren't you? Aren't you a cop too? No, I'm not a cop. I'm more of a a, a paper pusher with the DEA. With the DEA. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I was just like, No, you're not. Yeah. Right. I flat out. I was like, No, you're not. Yeah. And we learned that really fast. Yeah. We learned that really fast when she shows up to like a drug deal. Right. She's undercover. Yeah. And she's uh, shows up. At the, she's uh, pretty like a liaison to the the Russians and. Uh, is his name Tapia or what? Well, Tapia hasn't come into no. the equation yet. Not really, but he's no. going. He's about right. Yeah, he will be. He's just the the person supply. He's a supplier right now. Right. Um, but she's going after the Russians at the moment. Right. The guy from Fargo. Yes, Peter Stormare. Right. That's your friend, the woodchipper guy. Yeah, that guy. Who's was he Swedish? Is he Swedish? Why is he? Play? He always plays Russian. He always he plays Russian. And I'm like, but he's Swedish. Bullshit. Yeah, like, why? Ugh, makes me, not that I'm like, hey, feel bad for the Russians, but I'm just just like, why do they always make him play Russian? It's because people can't really pin down his accent. Yeah, people can't just do it. I uh, also, yeah, he's in, um, uh, God, what's that one show that you watch? God, uh, American Gods? He's in that Oh, too. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's chairing the board. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so um, she's... Meeting up with them and, you know, getting money passed around. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Will Smith, he got his information about, like, this original drop from his uh, from his informant. contact, yeah. his informant. Uh, and this is a part where I'm just kind of like, this all seems very unnecessary this to me. All seem, well, it also seems very coincidental and very like, okay, okay, we just pretty much mixed two worlds together. Yeah. Her world and their world. Together. Yeah. Well, there's a just to get them. Yeah. On there's the a Haitian uh, group of I don't know what you want to call them if they're drug dealers or thieves or just or whatever you want to call them. But yeah, they're Haitians. They they all wear they all have dreads, and in fact, but but not enough. No names to any of them. They're just that's how oh, unimportant they Haitian are. Haitian one, Haitian two, Haitian three. They're yeah, not and important. and the one is called. Uh, blonde dreads. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you're like, yeah. It's just it's thanks. it's so like they're there for two reasons to to get the money to get to, them connected together. Right. The fact that like Gabrielle Union and and, and the stories together. Yes. Yeah. To merge the stories together, but then to have a uh, Bayhem chase scene. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Yeah. So let's talk about this chase scene. Again, like everything in this movie, I love and hate this. I hate it because there's like, there's moments where in the chasing where I don't know what's going on, right? Yeah. Where it's like it's cut so fast. You're like, wait, what car was that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's times where it's like that. Then there's times where I'm like, yes, can I get more explosions? Yeah. Can I get a boat? Here you go. There's yep. a boat. Do oh, yeah, they I mean? do some interesting things. Yes, there's some there's some interesting things. And I'm going, there's a lot to this that I'm that you see now in the last 10 years in action movies, including the Fast and Furious franchise, um, you know, where you see all this stuff come up. Um, and it almost is cemented through Michael Bay and through the fact of, of uh, namely this movie, which tried yeah. to up it. From uh, the first movie, you would say, right? Yeah. Well, and I would, I personally want to go back. I'm, I'm intrigued now to the point where I do want to do a little bit of research and go back and figure out like kind of what the 
seems like we saw a lot of movies that have very similar like kind of action pieces to them that came out around this time. So 2003, Bad Boys 2. 2003, we have Fast and Furious. And as a matter of fact, Fast and Furious That's was too fast film- and too furious. What's that? Yeah, it's too fast and too furious. Okay, yeah. This is a sequel. Yeah. In fact, they were filming at the same time. Yeah. Um also, 2003, Matrix Reloaded came out. Right, that's one thing. Like, yeah. and that's a great, like, and also another great sequence. Of yeah. Stars. Yes. A lot of, like, you know, where they're doing, uh, you see a lot more of this come up around that time. I think these, like, grand chase and, like, you know, car uh, stunt kind of mm-hmm. films that, like, you, you saw sometimes, but not, like, to the same degree I as think these this grand is, ones. this is different in the way that, like, the way that he's shooting it, it almost yeah. feels really real. Yeah. Um, in fact, a lot of the stunts are are very real. Um, you know, a la kind of, not, not in the terms of, like, um, Tom, uh, what's his face, Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible movies, but pretty close to that. Yeah. To where like you're in the action with it and you feel like um that you can feel all the flames and, and, and all the speed that's going around you, right? I don't know, this just really works for me. Again, the editing doesn't work for me, but for some reason the whole process is fun to watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? And makes this movie enjoyable on that level. Like we're saying, this is not you know, this yeah. is not, you know, filet mignon right. by any means yeah but why should it be yeah it's bad boys too right it's it's fun like it's just fun you gotta appreciate it for the fun right. that it brings well, it's just, there's a lot of people that don't like and I'm not like you know hey we, we must savor all these action movies but there's just a, there's right. certain things that happen with action movies where they don't get enough credit yeah you know that it, it's kind of like horror movies don't get enough credit there's, there's always these genres that don't get enough credit through the Academy or whatnot. Yeah. That kind of are kind of getting their ups and, ups and dues now. Yeah. Through Mad Max Fury Road, through even Black Panther, through even the Mission Impossible movies. They're getting awarded for this, but there never really is a stunt double Oscar or right. stunts for Oscar. You know what I mean? And there should be. Which there should be. Yeah, agreed. You know? Wholeheartedly agreed. Yeah. Um. So, uh, this, this the car scene, the car chase scene is fantastic. Like if you've never seen it, make sure that you do. Yeah, it goes on a little too long. It does, but it's fine. Yeah. Well, and part of that too, Michael Bay loves his like thing where stuff goes over somebody and they yeah. watch it in slow motion go over them. Yeah. Um. So you have a lot of that. Um. And there's a lot of cool things. There's like, like you said, the boat. There's a part where a boat comes off of something. You see it go around. Yeah, I like how they. they there's a part where they're throwing uh, the the cars off of one of those trucks that carries the cars, but yeah. the car is connected to a chain and starts kind of whipping around. Yeah, I kind of love that. Like that's gonna happen if you're gonna yeah. do that. It's gonna happen. Yes. Um, which causes more more wreckage. Yeah. Um, but I like that. I think it's fun. Yeah. Whatever. I'll, I'll get around it, you know? Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, go ahead. We're so they, they they end up then going to get Sid. Right, they find Sid. Yeah, and she explains what's going on. She makes the money drop, so everything's still going on from her end of it. Mm-hmm. She asks them to stay out of it, which they're not going to. Right. Um, but then also, um, Tapia's men have gotten a picture of them, and they think they're other gang members. They think on top of the Haitians coming in that they're another gang who's yeah, going racist, after But hey, whatever. Yeah, they keep calling them gangbangers, yeah. which was like, well, that's a pretty big assumption. Yeah. The guy's driving really fancy car. Yeah, sure. Um, and then we don't see Gabrielle Union for a while. Like, there's a big break in, yeah. in the story with her. But then, you know, later on she becomes something of importance. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so she, she comes up now and again. But basically they're tracking things down. They're trying to find out where everything's coming and going from. Right. Um, they're trying to find the Haitian gang. Yeah. Yeah. And they find, they go and they find the Haitian gang. Right. And, uh. There is a they they bust into this house like their their headquarters, and there's a whole gunfight with them, uh, and there's this camera sequence that I really dislike. <laughs> I know I was okay with it. Well, I was okay like the first two passes. Yeah. Uh, so to set the scene, Will Smith is on one side of the wall. And he's got his guns pointed either direction. Now, if he's standing back to the wall, right. that means his guns are not really pointing at anything. Right. And he's just kind of pointing either side. And on the other side of the wall are all of the Haitians. And then, like, Martin Lawrence is back by on Will Smith's side, just kind of hanging out in a back room. And they're all screaming at each other. And it just keeps going. Well, the camera pans from, like, one door to the other. So it's like, imagine the camera is pivoting on a giant circle between right. these two sides. And about the first pass, I was like, that's a cool shot. And the second one, I'm like, okay, still a cool shot. It does that like three or four more times, mm-hmm. and it's driving me nuts. Uh, it doesn't do that much. Maybe it does it four times in a row. Yeah, it, it drove me. After yeah. a while, I was like, oh, my God, come on. Like, Because there's no point to it. They're just screaming. I guess the reason why I found it interesting is there was no point to it. So it made it the least different than normal than yeah. what I would see in an action movie. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So that kind of made me interested, more interested in the scene this, that could be kind of boring scene because this is kind of a shootout scene. I think we've seen shootouts before, right? I think if you were going to do this though, you needed to add more of a like a point to like if if it was him on one side and a bigger villain on the other. And the per- villain side was like, hey, well, you know, you don't even know what my plan is, blah, 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 blah. And as it went to the other side, Will Smith had his lines. And when it got back around it, talking to the other one, but it literally was just them like screaming at one yeah. another. Well, whatever. And so like it, it could have been more effective. I mean, it was interesting. It started out very interesting. I just thought it went on too long. Or if it was going to go on as long as it did, it needed to have a little bit more chops to it. Right. But, you know, like. So they, they shoot out. There's this big shootout. <laughs> and he kills up pretty much everyone except one one yeah. of the guys. And it's it's interesting. Like, there's, even, like even Marcus calls him on it. That's yeah. when you said that, you know, he's like, you kill everyone. We can't. Yeah. We can't, like, you know, talk to any of these guys. Yeah. And he he is. Know. He's just like, oh, you know, we don't want to question. Oh, should we question this guy? Oh, no. His brains are all over the coffee table. How about this guy? Nope, he's fucked up. Like it was. I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. I thought the delivery of of, of Martin Lawrence in, on those lines was great. I yeah, thought perfect. 
there was something about Martin Lawrence I actually enjoyed in this that a lot of times I don't prefer him yeah. in stuff. I didn't or wasn't really a fan of Martin. I never wasn't really a big fan right. of his his stand up, but I also was younger back in the day. Yeah. But for some reason in this movie, I think he is uh, one of the people that I really enjoy. In, in I, it, so. I think he does a, a really good job of almost restraining his comedy. Mm-hmm. Like he, he knows when to be funny. Yeah. And when he does it, like his comedy is on point. And it's not well, like I think he also does like the over the top why. and a lot of mugging. But like yeah. he he pulls it back enough. I think it's because of Will Smith. Yeah. He pulls it back enough to where it is funny and it's enjoyable but he also knows when to, to pull back and be dramatic right that's and I, mean. I don't think you get enough drama from martin lawrence and his acting no i think overall. you should i think it would have been benefited i i would love to see uh even more of a dramatic career from martin lawrence i think he would do very well with that uh, but i think uh the reason why he was pulling it back was, was is probably because he wanted to he respects well, Smith, obviously these guys are friends if they're going to do these movies yeah. together. So he knew that uh, he needed to play off someone. Yeah. So you're not going to, like, step over yeah. someone. So, yeah, I believe that because he's restraining himself is, is all because of Will Smith. If it was anyone else, I think it wouldn't work. You no. Know? And, I'm, and I'm glad that these are two African-American actors and not one white guy and an, and an African-American actor. Yeah, that's just bullshit. We've Agreed. seen that many times. We don't yeah. we don't give a shit about that. Like yeah. get over yourself. You don't need the white guy to come in, you know, and be all like, ah, I'm here for you. We've seen that. That's lethal weapon. That's yeah. that's like all these movies. Yes, exactly. Bullshit. Um, so they end up finding out like, uh, they find out about Johnny Tapia, and they basically decide they get an illegal tap. And figure out like, like listen to his phone calls, um, and they go and track him down. Well, they put they put the trackers in his house, right? They pretend. Yeah, well, that's what they're doing. Yeah, they yeah. they basically they hear that they need exterminators, so they go here's pose why, as exterminators. I love this movie. This movie has. We forgot to say that one of the um, the KKK guys we will later on is Michael Shannon. Um, but this movie has Michael Shannon in it. It's got rats fucking. It does have rats. It's got decapitation. It has it has rats fucking missionary style. It's like amazing. Like what's in this movie? Like and I'm just and all the whole time I'm like, oh my god, this is great. Yeah, and it has. He even said they fuck just like we do. It's so like, <laughs> this is the weirdest line. It's like but wonderful. This, 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 this it's like met for memes before memes were even like yeah. You know, anyway, go ahead. Um. So they get to the house, and while they're there. Alexei's there and they're doing like a uh, basically uh, Alexei's told by uh, Tapia that he's taking over his clubs and like Alexei came there with his partner at the end of that they were like he's like well I need my partner to be here before I make any decision on the clubs they bring back in barrels filled with his (laughs) partner's body parts basically Uh, and they just chopped him apart and uh, saying, you need to sign these over. And, uh, you know, like just to show how like menacing and like just psycho mm-hmm. Tapia is. So he signs him over once Tapia threatens his family. Um, and around that time, like Will Smith finds, because they don't see the body stuff. 
he gets in the kitchen and he sees uh, the blood everywhere and finds a finger and he's like, holy shit, what's going on? So he grabs the finger and they fight their way out. Basically, they escape yeah. uh, and then have like a whole getaway thing yeah. uh, in their van. Um, but that's when they figure out the Russian mob connection. Right. And then they start tracking it back and figuring out like what's happening. Um, they go to tell uh, Sid, well, uh, you know, but she's already meeting up with Tapia and uh, starting to come up with a deal. So she's in really deep at this point. Right. And they're like telling her, stop, he's psycho, mm-hmm. don't do this. Um, they end up finding like what boat it comes with, like because they, they got a bunch they of shredded paper yeah. and they found a picture of the boat. Yes. And that's, that's right. how John John Sally is yeah. in this movie. He's like the the tech nerdy guy. Which yeah, I thought I was like, oh, I haven't seen John Sally forever. <laughs> I was just like, oh, John Sally, look at you. Okay, <laughs> um, which and they uh, that's when they they bust out Michael Shannon, who was one of the KKK members. Yes, <laughs> because he needs to help them. Is this one of like Michael Shannon's first movies? I swear. It's it's pretty early on in it his has career. Been pretty early on. It's pretty early on. Like. His and second movie is Groundhog's Day. I love, so. I love his character so much. I don't know why, but I just, I love his, his he's just like, I have, I have rights. He's yeah. always like, I've got rights. But they always put him in a trunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, they just have no him respect trunk. for him, which they shouldn't. I mean, yeah. he's a KKK member, but yeah. I'm just like, it's so great. Yeah. They, they just they, treat him like shit, and I love it. Yeah. It's, it's like, if think about like how they treat kind of Joe Pesci right. and like Lethal Weapon. Kind of, in a way. Except they do not like have redeemable whatever no. with him. They don't even give him that chance. They're like, just get in the fucking no, trunk. Just get, just get in the trunk. And he, he tells them everything and leads yeah. them on their way. So they, yeah. And then they, they find big, the, the mortuary. Yeah. Well, they have a big, they find the truck that has the bodies in it. Mm-hmm. Or they're, they're loading things up. They end up chasing them down. And there is like, there's this one cool part where I was like, what the heck is going on? Like, yeah. uh, all these guys, these like uh, Cuban guys show up and they flash badges like they're police and chase people out of this bank. Um, and, but they basically take over the top levels of the bank and just like, to shoot them. Yeah. How everything stops is they push out all of these desks out the window so yeah. that they're blocking the street. And start firing there because they so they basically made a barricade and are like shooting there and they end up driving into the bank. Yeah, Will Smith and and Martin Lawrence. True. Yeah. And so I thought it was kind of cool. Like I was like, oh, that's a neat setup. Then Joey like, Pants comes and he's like, he yells at him. Yeah. once again. We forget too that the the van that they're chasing uh, because uh, they get spotted because Will Smith gets too close. Like he's always up in there. Yeah, he gets too close and they get recognized. Yeah, but they want a warrant, so they go into... Yeah, well, the bodies start falling out of the... Oh, yes, I'm sorry. So, the, there's some fun the with the body Martin Lawrence. falling out of of the van, right? And so they start running over them. Yeah. Or they start getting stuck on, on the car. I don't know why I think this yeah. is funny. The one that really cracks me up is the decapitation of one of them. Yeah. I they, don't know why. They drive over weird. a body, and its head pops off and rolls. And Martin Lawrence, every time they hit a body or do anything with the body, he's like, oh! Oh my god! Just screaming. Uh, uh, he so does. Great. His reactions to it are great. Yeah. It would to me these scenes would be boring if it wasn't for Martin Lawrence at least like interjecting some like his reactions to it makes the ridiculousness seem like more balanced out. Yeah. Because he's kind of recognizing that it's ridiculous. Right. 
So right. no, I think I think it was needed. Yes, I agree. So yeah. So they end up figuring out. They found out earlier there was something where they heard them talking about fat does. Yeah. Well, it was because they were taking bodies, like portly bodies, and what they figure out was uh, at these that this mortuary, they're stuffing the caskets with money, and then shipping bodies to Cuba with the money. Uh, and then they're shipping bodies elsewhere, and the ones that they're shipping elsewhere are filled with ecstasy. Right. And then then they're they're uh, what's the word I want? Their caskets are filled yes. with money. Yeah. Yeah. And so they they're shipping it back and forth. They find this, and there's some funniness with like uh, they get to they end up sneaking into this mortuary, and their their other detective friends kind of distract the the people there. Mm-hmm. Um, but Martin Lawrence can't handle the, like, Will Smith is digging into the body trying to feel stuff. Uh, and so he's like, just get in there. And Martin Lawrence is looking in the caskets, but he doesn't want to, like, feel in the bodies. And he's like, you have to just, you know, be a detective and do it. And uh, there's one body he's by, and the skull cap comes off mm-hmm. because he's already, they've done the sure. autopsy. So it comes off, and Martin Lawrence throws up in the sink. Yeah. And then, like, as Will Smith's digging around, he's like, oh, nope, here's a kidney. And then Martin Lawrence throws up again. Like, it's just, like, his reaction to me. Right. But those reactions aren't cartoonish. Yes. Those reactions are... are they rooted, could be worse. They could be worse. They're they're rooted in, in the action comedy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he throws Martin Lawrence a bag of the ecstasy and a couple pills fall out, a couple tabs fall out uh, and into a glass. And then Martin Lawrence ends up drinking from it. And ends up rolling on E. Oh. Uh, so they which, go to Jelly P's house to get the warrant. Yeah. The warrant. The warrant. <laughs> Patty, you win. Uh, so, no, he, uh, I thought he did really good here, too. Because, again, it could have been way more over the way top. Way over the top. It could have been. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it was fine. I mean, there's times where it was over the top, but there's times yeah. where it wasn't. Right. So, no. Um, and he gives them permission, and then yeah. you know. I also like that their captain isn't like they go and see him, and they're like, "What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, what? Are you, calm down!" But when they realize something's wrong, the yeah. captain actually is like, "He's not just like get out. Yeah. He's, oh my god, man, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> like he cares." Yeah. Right. Yeah. Go ahead. What was I saying? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. You were talking, not me. I accidentally um, took ecstasy. I don't know. Sorry, actually. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. This microphone is great. Ooh. 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 So, so microphone Okay. So anyway, <laughs> um, so they score a big deal because they uh, they go and they uh, uh, the, to capture the, the caskets. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Sorry. So they end up, they go into There's like a... There's a lot in this. This is so crazy. And they, they end up getting this warrant. They go into a three-pronged approach. Okay. Uh, they're going to invade Tapia's compound. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to... Because they want to get to Tapia before she has to... Before uh, Sid has to deal with them. Because mm-hmm. they're like, if we bring him down first, she'll be safe. Yeah. Um, They are uh, going to raid... Like the st- the warehouse, and then they're raiding the mortuary. Oh. They get to the mortuary; the batteries are already gone. So then they go after uh, the boats, 
end up stopping those and getting right. the caskets. Yeah. They make that bust. Now, just as to take down Tapia, well, Sid is meeting up with them already. And so she's in there and his lieutenant says, these guys are actually cops. We figured out, we ID'd who these guys are. They're actually cops. And so then they figure out that she's probably a plant. Mm-hmm. And so, because uh, I think they see, have a picture of him talking with her or they see her with mm-hmm. them or something. Sure. Uh, so they end up kidnapping her. Kidnapping her. Uh, and sneaking out. And of course there's mm-hmm. like this again, just Bayhem at this point because oh. they're all Martin Lawrence and, and uh, Will Smith are on their way. And like all these people are going to back up the people at Tapia's place. Tapia's place is getting invaded by the DEA now because they, uh, they realize they're per, uh, that Sid has been captured. Uh, the police are there. You get uh Oh, oh, they all these warning signs go off because Alexei shows up then, which I was just like, I almost would rather have have him been more involved throughout the movie. But he just shows up again and starts taking out Tapia's guys. He's all drunk uh, and trying to avenge his friends. So he's trying to take them out. Uh, and he ends up getting shot by the police. And then while well, Tapia escapes, basically. And so... They get on his jet and he takes him to Cuba. He takes her to Cuba. Uh, no, this is where it gets really. Yeah, this is where I have problems, and this is where like I it's drew not the line. Problems with the action <clears throat> that follows. It's more yeah. have problems with the execution. Yeah, of like getting there. Like, why do we have to go to Cuba? Yeah. So when they realize what's and wrong, how the fuck are we getting yeah. to Cuba? When they and this makes no sense. So when they realize it's what's wrong. So you hear. Let me just explain. They realize what's wrong. Uh, Martin Lawrence is like, I'm going. And Will Smith is like, I'm going with you. We're going to go together. Uh, so Bad boys for life. Yeah, bad boys for life. We ride together. We die mm. together. Bad boys for life. So they're going to go. Um, then their their other detective friends, uh, one of them is Cuban, and he says, I have, a, I have a cousin there who is in the underground, the anti-Castro underground. Mm. And he is targeting Tapia because Tapia funds gets all this money for Castro. So like he'll have an inn, he'll have a safe house and weapons for you there if you're going and we're going to go too. he's like, okay. And then like other commanders and stuff like this on the police force are like, we're going to invade Cuba with you. And then at one point, uh, like they're just like, yeah, so-and-so from the DEA, he's on board and all these people from the DEA are going with you. And then uh, all these people who would lose their jobs over this shit, they're all going with you. And then Joe Pantaleone's like, don't ask. Uh, I called in a favor. Don't ask me how. But here's a guy from some alpha squad from the CIA who's going to uh, go with you. And so it's just this very like weird. Oh, so now you have so, CIA operatives with you. Yeah. It's, it's like, hey, power teams, let's <clears throat> go. Yeah. And all these people go are just to Cuba. Yeah, all the DEA, the CIA, all these people are somehow fine with being commanded by like the Miami police, right? Right. <laughs> all to save like Gabrielle Union. Yes. Like I'm like because because somebody from higher up already. Oh, the FBI came in and said we don't deal, we don't negotiate. Yeah, we don't negotiate. And so, yeah. so it was so weird. It was so like, uh, and so they. They end up invading this compound. They go and get her back and take 
everybody out. Now, now to also mention, because he's so tight with Castro, that he basically is backed up by the Cuban army. And so the Cuban army is on them, and they're fighting the yeah. whole Cuban yeah, army and everything yeah, they while they them. escape. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. But isn't this the house where, like, some guy wanted to, like, the, the myth or legend is that he was like, hey... Come film my house and just blow the shit up. Well, it was it was a house in the early early part of the twentieth century. Yeah. Um, because I remember reading about it. It was a house that was built, well, was partially built in Miami. They never actually finished it. Um, and it just sat empty and unfinished, and so of course it was breaking down. It was whatever, mm. and the guy could have just paid to have it demoed. But instead, he was like, hey, Hollywood, does anybody want to use this place and then also destroy it? And then that will save me some time and money. Yeah. And so he had people come in and film a movie there. And Michael Bay was just like woke out of his slumber and was like, did somebody say explosion? Yeah. Someone say explosion. (laughs) And was like on board with that. But. And they do a number two that this house. I mean, they really do. Yeah, they knock it all the all the shit down, and you know, and they end up saving Sid in the process, and you know, and then they end up, uh, you know, towards the end of the movie, they get they're back home, yeah. right? And um, he, uh, Will Smith, uh, because at the beginning he 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 breaks his pool, right? Yes, Marcus does, um, and so uh, Will Smith buys him a new pool. Yeah, and they're like laying in the pool. Um, and, uh, the, uh, they're like, okay, Hey, maybe I'll, maybe I won't. Cause the whole time there's like, I'm going to have a new partner. I'm just yeah. going to transfer. Yeah. Uh, I guess I won't. And so yeah. he rips up the, it and he says, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna transfer. Yeah. And so, uh, the, the team's, and, you know, for yeah. life. And they've also, they've also, Will Smith came clean with him and told yes. him like, and, I really yeah. care for your sister. Right. 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 That too. Yeah. And, uh. And then the the pool breaks, and they end up in what or whatever in the bay again, in, the bay, in Biscayne in the Michael bay. bay, yeah. And um, just call it the Michael Bay, <laughs> Michael Bay Bay, the Michael Bay Bay, <laughs> and uh, and the and Gabrielle Union and the kids and uh, the mother. Okay, I can't think of the mother's like yeah. actor's name. Uh, ha ha ha, laughing, and uh, they start singing "Bad Boys" again. Yep, "Bad Boys, Bad Boys," and um, then the credits roll, and it's the end. Yep. Yep. You've been deuced. There is one scene that we did not talk about that I wanted to talk about um, a little bit, and that's um, when they do go to the Haitian house, they end up um, picking up a recording uh, or a video camera, and then they yes. go to like some video place Yes. to go yes. decode it to, hey, what's on this? And, um, and then uh, they find out what's on it, and then they go to... Like Martin Lawrence is just so like exhausted, and he goes into sits sits down, but there's a camera that's pointed at them, yeah. And they're talking about um, him and his butt problems, and yeah. it's uh, ha 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 homo not no homo but no homo kind yeah. of scene that we got going on. So yeah, yeah, that was great. Well, and it was a lot more of like, and it was like the conversation should have been very neutral, like it really was more of a neutral conversation. Mm-hmm. But the way people were hearing it outside, it was just a big gay joke. Right. But why did we need a big gay joke? And, and we don't. Um, although, like, there was one uh, 
like Martin Lawrence even says like at one when he's on ecstasy, he's like, I really love you, man. Like not yeah. in a gay way, but in whatever. Yes. And I was just like, okay. Okay, whatever. Yeah, it was and it's also I also look at it like Oh, I mean it's two, it's twenty oh three. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Yeah. We and ain't the, woke the yet. audience that it's geared towards <laughs> right. too. Let's be honest. Right, let's let's be honest with it. Um. Yes. Uh. This movie is twenty minutes too long, in my opinion. Twenty minutes too yes, long. Yes. Twenty minutes too long. Oh, really? Wow. What do you think? I would think more than that. Really, twenty, twenty or thirty minutes too long. Yeah, thirty-ish yeah. minutes to thirty-five minutes yeah. too long. I mean, there's a lot of stuff you could have cut. There's mm-hmm. a lot of like scenes inside the the, and they, there's some good scenes in here. I'm not saying there isn't, yeah. but there's a lot that you could have cut. So yeah. Let's do our five questions. Shall yeah. We? What, what do you think something? is the best part of this movie? I Martin Lawrence. I swear. I swear. Martin Lawrence is my favorite part of this movie. I think <laughs> Martin Lawrence, um, like we said, just has a performance in this that uh, rivals Will Smith. I mean, he holds his own with Will Smith, and I think the, I think um, Will Smith was probably gracious to like give him because this seems to be the role that like. Will Smith should have played, right? It's almost like they kind of like switched it up. Not not him and Martin Lawrence, but like Will Smith should have played that character and another actor should have played that. Like, like, I don't know what to say, what yeah. I'm saying. But anyway, what I'm saying is I enjoyed Martin Lawrence's performance. As did I. Yeah. As did I. Sorry, I'm on X. No, you're fine. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> microphone is so yeah. microphone Uh No, the... Uh, I don't know about you, but... No, I think Martin Lawrence is the best part of this too. Like, he, I think he has the. There's best. a scene that I don't like when they're scaring the kid. Yeah. The for the date, I think that was pointless. I I thought it was funny, but I thought it went on too long. It went on way too long. Yeah. I mean, I think Martin Lawrence is very funny in this, and I think. Uh, I think in 2003, I think Martin Lawrence was still like doing more of the comedic stuff and Mm -hmm. and will smith was getting more into like he's trying to do more dramatic things and trying to do more action stuff and i got more of a sense in this movie than i did in the first one of will smith trying to be like he kind of being like a i'm the tougher one Mm -hmm. i'm you know less comedic now i'm gonna tell you it doesn't work for me there's part of it that does not work will smith yeah 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 there's just something that's missing yeah you know what i mean to me, it seemed it was a lot of almost like Will Smith being like, I'm a badass and all this stuff has to be related to me being a badass. I yeah. kill everybody. I am always driving and doing like these crazy things. I'm tough to do this. I'm yeah. tough to do that. Like it just I didn't get these like weakness kind of things from him. And I almost needed some of the mm-hmm. like balance of like, if anything, you get Martin a little Lawrence bit is strong with him here and, while you're weak him here. and his relationship with Sid, but that's about it. Yeah, Other than it that, was you know. it was almost like a. Look at how badass I am. Yeah. And and that didn't work as well. But I think Martin Lawrence. Which like, is why I think that 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 if a, if a different studio or studio nowadays would have made that character white for some stupid reason, they would have made that character white. Yeah. I think they would have. I yeah. think that they, like that's your typical character because, hi, I'm stronger. I drive. You know what yeah. I mean? So, again, I'm glad that these He's were Mel played Gibson by. Versus, yeah, that, yeah. Yes, the Mel Gibson. That's why I'm glad that they're played by two African Americans. Yes, so. very much so. Um, I'm not saying they're because their teamwork was fine. Yeah, no, I, but I think Martin Lawrence balances that mm-hmm. much better. He balances a comedy, not over the top, but mm-hmm. in a very like humorous way, and 
when he needs to be serious or dramatic, emotional, sure, he is. Yeah, I think he does a very good job with mm-hmm. that. In this Second movie. question: uh, reboot, continue, or cancel? Well, you know what? This is what I was thinking. I mean, the movie is coming out, the third movie. Um, but you know what? I think they should do. They should spin off Sid. Make a whole different show with Sid. And have her partner be Jessica Biel. And have her captain be Ernie Hudson. Yeah, that's right. Uh, folks, I'm just telling you what LA Finest is. A TV show from Spectrum TV. They actually spun off Sid. Did they really? Yes. And, and last year they spun off Sid. What they the gave f- her a partner. And the partner is played by Jessica Alba. And um, her strange father... Uh, both Marcus's and Sid's strange father is Ernie Hudson. Does Marcus show up? No, Marcus. I don't think Marcus shows up. Uh, John John Solly does. Um, Jake Busey's in this as well. Uh, Jake Cockaduty Busey. Yes, yes, you know it. Uh, Zach Guilford. Yeah. So um, this is this is on the Spectrum um, network. Interesting. Um, and it was picked up for a second season. Interesting. Very interesting, too. I didn't even know this existed until I looked up uh, Bad Boys uh, franchise. What's it What's it called again? It's called L.A.'s Finest. I wonder if they tried to name it like Bad Girls. And then people were like, no. No, like, no that makes no that. sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. In fact, maybe that's what it maybe was or something. I'm going to assume Jerry Brockheimer Television produces it, which is correct. Sony Pictures and Jerry Brockheimer wow. um, are producers of it. I'm kind of more in, interested in that kind of, but uh, where to find that? We'll have to look that one up. Yeah. But of course, there is the movie that came out this weekend, um, Bonafide Hit. I mean, it made um, for January. I mean, this is a big opening. Yeah. Um, that happened with uh, Bad Boys uh, for Life. Yeah. Having said that, I feel like it's almost five years too late to do a third movie. Uh, yeah, well... Depending on what this movie is. And I don't yeah. know what this movie is. I think it might be alright. Well, But also, Will Smith has kind of waned a little bit. Yeah, he's so had think, a lot of not great hits lately. And um, yeah, so the waningness of, of him... Yeah, has, it, has and this might out. be the right time for him to do this. Because it might be, if well, it I think was, it is the right time for him to do this. I think it's the right time for Martin Lawrence to have yeah. a little bit if of it a was, comeback. If it was five years earlier... Oh, I, I think that you're right. Five, five. Yeah, that's not the right time. No, no. He was still in his like heyday of trying to, you know. Yeah. No, I think Wars. I think this is the right time for it. Yeah. And uh, just interesting to see though, because like you know his. Let's talk about like you could have all sorts of stuff that came from this. Look at it like when the movie started. Uh, like his kids or his daughter is fifteen. Oh, okay. And now she'll be. What, like, because this movie is 2003 to now, so like, what, 17, 16, 17 years later? Oh, yeah. So, you know, like, how have things changed with the family? Like, what is Martin Lawrence doing? I'd, I'd like to, I'm interested in seeing how things have changed. If it's there's still the same two detectives doing the same two things, and then that might be, but I would probably be a little bummed if that's the case. I'm intrigued to see where it goes. Yeah, I'm intrigued by it. Um, yeah, I'm intrigued by it. Yeah, I'm intrigued by that that spinoff. I keep looking. It up. Yeah, 
Um, That's yeah. crazy. Yes. Um, I'm going to assume you can't really stream it anywhere. I'm not finding it anywhere. It's just on the spectrum. I don't even know what spectrum is. Yeah. TV, but uh, whatever. There you go. What's our next question, Jeremy? Um, the uh, I love how you were like, "Wow, you really came up with that plot very well." Like, just I saw you one. looking at something, and I, <laughs> I, that I also know you well enough that that shit-eating grin on your face, I knew that you were oh, ready with something. Thank you so much. <laughs> just love to eat shit. All right. <laughs> Does this movie stand on its own? No. Like what? What happened eight years ago? Yeah. They don't really talk about it. They don't really talk about it. But I'm but assuming that's just, from the you're first just, movie. You're just meant to understand what their relationship is. Yeah. And I think like if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Because I was trying to put my put myself in that. Also, Gabri- I know Gabriel Union's not in the first movie, but yeah. she could have been. I don't know. Yeah. You know. Well, I, I tried to put myself in that. that there was place. no really exposition except towards when he was all like, we both have had therapy. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. And yeah, so that. it's yeah, so I don't really think it does. There's not really that much to go on, but like they don't reestablish the relationship. You're just meant to know what it is. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it does stand on its own. Go ahead. Uh, and then let's see. Does this make you want to watch the first one? Yes, this makes me want to watch the first one. It makes me want to watch the first one. Um, it doesn't make me want to watch Bad Boys for Life in the movie theater, but I'll watch it. You know, these aren't necessarily the movies I want to watch in the movie theater. Um, I don't know why. I'm just kind of like one of those people that wants to just watch them on my leisure time. Um, I'm really interested in that spinoff now that I found out I what am. it was. Um, so, yeah, all of these I would watch. I wouldn't be against them. Let's put it that way. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. You? Um, I do. It does kind of make me want to watch it again. Like, I've seen it before. Yeah. But I really don't. Does it make you want to watch Hot Fuzz? It does make me okay. want to watch Hot Fuzz. Just, just check. For sure, it makes me want to watch Hot Fuzz. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to go back and look at the first one again because I really, it's been so long since I've seen it that I feel like I may have a different viewpoint on it now. Like, I yeah. don't know. So I just kind of need to see it and understand what okay. I'm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then sum up your experience in two words. Uh, monster movie. And when I mean monster movie, I don't mean like Godzilla or all those monster movies. I'm talking about a movie that is made on a monster drink. That's what this movie reminds me of. It, it comes in, in kind of a fashion of time of, of, of energy drinks, of, of MTV, of, of like this flashiness of like, um, you know, Michael Buble. Or, uh, Michael, could, Michael Buble. Yeah, Michael Buble. That's what I call him. The crooner? Yeah, the, the crooner. Michael Blay. Michael Bay. Bay. <laughs> God, you got me. Because you always say Michael Buble or whatever. Michael Bay Bablojan. Well, whatever you say. I don't I like it when you say it because it always confuses me. <laughs> this is a movie that, that is, is pumped on with testosterone it's pumped on through the fact that Michael Bay used to direct music videos the fact that it's the fastness of it it's all hyperness it's very hyper even the acting is a little bit hyper Um, it's just kind of part of something that has always been there for the last 10 years and it's time to kind of accept that it's not going away anytime soon yeah does that make sense? Yeah. I will have these energy drinks for a while. Yeah. 
as long as people will go see cars jumping out of buildings yeah. onto other buildings or or Hobbs and Shaw or whatever you want. There you go. Yeah. You? What are your two words? Um, Michael Blue Blade. Michael Bay Bublosians. Uh, no, I would say uh, heightened mayhem. Mayhem. Oh, oh. And basically Again. because like <sighs> the, the mayhem in the first movie was one thing. And I think you're really getting Michael Bay, like his style coming out a lot more by the time this movie came out. Like, yeah. He had a lot more movies that have he kind of refined that with before he was just doing nonstop Transformers. He this movie came out, you know. Um, this movie came out before all those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you can see, like this it seems just to be pinnacle keeps, Michael Bay. It right? is. It you is. know what I mean? Like well, if you were gonna go, hey, Michael Bay's greatest hits, Bad Boys Two would be well, part of it. This right? still has like some. It still emphasizes some story in here before right. it starts getting to like by the time you get to the second Transformers and things start making no sense whatsoever. Like, and it's just the Bablosians. Yeah. Like that's. Oh, right, because Michael Bay did Armageddon. I mean, that's ridiculous. The plot is ridiculous. But it's also fun. Yeah. You know? Well, he, he came from the same school. as He actually literally went to school with uh, Joss Whedon and Zack Snyder. Well, that explains way a lot. Doesn't it? Yeah, I guess. Joss, makes... Joss Whedon and him were undergrads together. God, and when he went to graduate school, he was in his went to graduate school with Zack Snyder. It's like he's the opposite, though, of like Joss Whedon, though. He's like the male hyper but testosterone of his space odyssey. I think of, you need to see some Joss Whedon movies. <laughs> there also have some some have some over the topness to them. Yeah. Like what? I just have to go back. Okay, sure. I'm not going to go through his catalog yeah, right now. Over, but yeah, yeah. They have some, but yeah. not like to the same degree. Right. But if you look at like Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder, though. I'm, yeah, we're like. I did read. Did you know that originally like there was a couple other movies that he was. Bay was supposed to be involved with. They wanted him to do Watchmen. Bay, uh, they wanted Bay to do Watchmen. Uh, yeah, that isn't bad. Did they want to do. Have we do Watchmen at any time? I don't know. About that, mm, I kind of would have. Yeah, it'd have been interesting. Been interesting, a little bit yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. I'd even taken J.J. Abrams doing Watchmen. What J.J. Abrams? Doing? No, you don't think so? No. Ah, hmm. oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, but that lab. I'm not even gonna get. Don't get me even started on that last Star Wars movie. That's all I have to say. Anyway. All right. Well, you know, what else we got going on uh, this month, Jeremy? I know uh, the Chinese New Year is starting this month. It's actually going to happen on the 25th of January. Yep. It is the year of the rat. So because of that, we decided that we were going to do the sequel to what is it? Willard? Willard. Ben. Yep. So look forward to that one because I know I am. I cannot wait for this. I hate rats. You know I do. Yes, I know. Oh. There were lots of rats in this movie, too. There were lots of rats in this movie, but the, I'm a little freaked out about this this one coming up. Yeah. This might take a lot out of me. Yeah, it might. I'm just, I'm just saying. It might take a lot out of me. Been the two of us. <sighs> I can Folks, believe the more. Where can people find us, Jeremy? When people we're not can talking. find us at, well, at deucepodcast.podbean.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find us at Google Play, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Uh, a lot of those podcatchers, 
Uh, or you can also find us as well as our network mates over at nofonynetwork.com. Uh, and you can also uh, go to our Facebook page uh, and join us there. Or you can find us on Twitter at, at Deuce Podcast. Remember, we are not a, uh, a Facebook page. We're not a podcast page. We're not a Twitter page about the HBO series, The Deuce. Yes. We're about the second installment of movies. Remember that, folks. Also, remember, the sequel is king.